asshole. You're kidding. Just one shot? They're not all zombies, Doug. How do you fight this thing? Maybe we could drown it in A1 sauce. Well, sometimes that is better. The person you put up there ain't the person that comes back. It's dead song to get down with. About six feet under. Get dead. Ooh, I love this song. Welcome to the thrilling final episode of our radio drama. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 118 of the Rotten Views podcast where we're talking about Jingle All the Way. Yes, the Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, comedy family movie. Uh, it's from 1996 for an hour and 20 minutes. Uh, it's going to be a fun one. But before we get into that, um, just want to say thank you to everyone who's been listening to the podcast. Everyone who's been sharing it, all the reviews and the ratings. I appreciate everything and you guys are all amazing. Uh, hopefully this next next month here doing the christmas theme movies uh we'll we'll pick some fun ones hopefully and hopefully we'll like i always say make some extra content but we probably won't uh unless you're qualifying the artwork as the extra content because we got a crap load of that coming out um i've been posting the lunchbox surprises i've been doing for my daughter on youtube shorts and they've been actually fairly well um anywhere from like 700 views to upwards to 4,000 views at times uh which is great um that's usually within the first hour or so i'm not sure the lifespan of youtube shorts uh there's so many p- people posting in them so finding the right niche to get above that and the retention of the viewers is a little bit difficult being on the art side of things but people seem to be enjoying it and i appreciate that and i i just love people checking out my stuff and enjoying it because that's the main reason why i'm doing this stuff uh, i want to make content that people enjoy and you know that just brings a good feeling to me to see that i'm doing stuff that other people enjoy and that you know sometimes it makes people's days a little bit better um yeah that's what i want to say right off the bat um it's actually funny enough uh jack frost episode just dropped today and we're already recording their next episode because we're on the ball we're trying to get ahead of things that's what we're trying that's my game plan at least uh will it last i don't know i'm hoping to do another episode sometime around tuesday or wednesday depending on how i feel throughout the week and depending if i have enough time to watch another movie and uh you know to be honest with you at the re- point of this recording i haven't even picked what the next week's or the following week's movie is going to be so maybe by the end of this we'll figure what it, it is um we don't have a choice actually but uh i have no idea so i'm going to pick yet i don't know if i'm going to go back to the horror side of things i don't know if i'm going to go action i don't know if i want to stay in the comedy uh we're going to figure something out and we'll go from there um uh, but yeah today was a, a pretty decent day i have four of the five lunchbox arch designs pieces done for my daughter's lunchbox we we know we're doing the full christmas theme right now and we got like a winnie the pooh piece that's co- going to be coming out on youtube we got pink panther a couple f- uh flintstones car- christmas carol designs coming out and people seem to like the flintstone ones so far because one's already dropped and the other ones have going are going to be already out by the time this episode goes live uh that's a the magic of the future, right? Uh, but I wanted to just mention something that I picked up today. Uh, in my little town here, we went out shopping and uh, for Christmas presents for the most part. And then we had to get some groceries. And we stopped at this little grocery store too. Uh, it's super tiny, but they have a lot of unique stuff. And I saw on the shelf, they have Mountain Dew Flaming Hot. Um, it's different. It's weird. Um, I always like my drinks cold. 
So I, I had it in the fridge for a while and I decided to try it. It's not really hot. It's like having a warm ginger ale because no matter how cold it is, it still tastes warm, if that makes sense. Um, the... The graphic design on it, though, on the actual can itself, is really awesome. It's got this little flame guy. Uh, but yeah, it's it's different. Uh, I can never picture myself having a full case of it, as I'm still trying to uh, work on the one that I started at, like, four hours ago. Um, but yeah, it's weird. The can's still cold, but when you drink it, it tastes warm. It's not hot. It's a spice, I guess. Maybe it's flat. I don't know. Maybe it's supposed to be hotter. But yeah, that's just my random rant for today. Um, I don't know why I want to mention it, but you know, you guys are here to listen to me for some reason talk about a movie and, you know, break it down point by point and try to add some comedy in, uh, free out, free out it. Uh, I try to, it usually doesn't work, but that's besides the point. Uh, but yeah, we're going to get right back into the movie. Like I said, jingle all the way. It's a 1996 comedy family movie for an hour and 20 minutes. Uh, you can watch it on Disney plus if you guys have Disney plus, um, it's also on Crave TV. And then if you want to, you can rent it on YouTube for four ninety nine. I don't know why you would, but that's, that's just my opinion. Um, I think I mentioned this on the last episode at the end. Uh, I'm a little bummed. Yeah, I even checked again today in Walmart while we're in there to see if they brought it back. But last year they had the replicas of the Turbo Man action figure out for Christmas. Uh, I should have grabbed it last year. I, it was really cool and, you know, did the phrases and everything. But, you know, sadly I decided not to. And uh, I guess it is what it is. But yeah, this movie has a 5.7 out of 10 on IMDb. A 19% on Rotten Tomatoes. And 66% on Just Watch. Whatever the hell that is. I've never heard of that one before um it was released november 16th in 1996 uh for a budget of 75 million dollars that's crazy uh a box office of one 129.8 million though and it's distributed by 20th century studios a uh, little quick rundown on this uh workaholic howard langston that's arnold Schwarzenegger character tries to make things up to his son and his wife uh, he promised to get jamie his son the hottest toy of the season which is turbo man even though it's christmas eve and the toy is practically sold out everywhere he's hunting down this elusive gift he runs into mailman myron who's played by sinbad uh, another father on the same quest with the clock winding down langston's moral code is tested as he starts to learn the real meaning of christmas i guess he kind of learns the real meaning of christmas at the last half of the movie uh but yeah it's got a really good cast like i said arnold schwarzenegger sinbad it's got the late phil hartman it's got jim belushi in it for a little while uh rita wilson i feel i feel like she was on like an arrow Schwarzenegger movie but i could be wrong um the director is brian levant hey he's a fellow brian so that's that's good you know he's got done he's he must have done some other good movies at some point in time in his life right so we're gonna we're gonna check his producer rose apparently he's done a couple scooby-doo's movies uh scooby-doo the mystery begins and uh, from 2009 and scooby-doo uh curse of the lake monster from 2010 he's also the producer on a christmas story 2 but that says 2012 i don't understand that because didn't the uh, christmas story uh maybe that's a different one so yeah it doesn't look like he's done like a super lot of you know well-known things but uh it says he was a director on the flintstones the uh 1994 movie which you know that's good uh, i like i like the flintstone movie the tag line in the movie is two dads one toy no prisoners uh there's apparently a goof when howard runs into ted and the reindeer the reindeer's antlers are still in velvet velvet is shed in august at least four months before christmas even christmas eve setting so yeah that would that would definitely be a goof because it's not shedding in the right time and apparently there's a little bit of trivia as well on the 16th of november 1996 at the mall of america in bloomington where a part of the film was shot uh day events was held to celebrate the 
film's release, and Arnold Schwarzenegger donated memorabilia from the film to the mall's Planet Hollywood. I, I would definitely love to check out Planet Hollywood at some point in time, but I don't even know if it's a story anymore, though. But it sounds like a very cool place. Uh, anyways, we're going to get right into the movie, because there's not really much else to talk about in the, uh, the goose or the trivia side of things. And now, preview time. When it comes to entertainment, you can't beat a good film. So let's take a look at what's coming your way. The following program is brought to you in living color. Saturday night at the movies, the television series which each week brings you the finest in recent motion pictures. Every holiday season, there's one toy everyone has to have. I want the Turbo Man action figure with the arms and legs that move. And the Rock and Roller Jetpack and the Boomerang Shooter. Getting it is every child's dream. Whoever doesn't can be a real loser. Finding it. You got the doll, right? Is this father's nightmare. I'll get that toy. I promise. Whoa! Nothing like waiting till the last minute, I would say. Especially on Christmas Eve. Christmas spirit. The last one just left. Now, it's two fathers. This is one. One mission. Woo! Oh, the baby. <laughs> and every man for himself. I'm thinking maybe, though, know, we could join up as a team. You know, like, like Starskin Hutch. We're late delivery of Turbo Man at Toy Works. Let's go. Is there a problem, officer? <laughs> you can never do too much to make a child's Christmas magical. Hey, buddy. From the director of Mrs. Doubtfire. You want a Turbo Man for Christmas? Forget it. I'm not going to sit in your lap. Tony, show him. That was taken this morning. And from the director of the Flintstones. Don't open that up. No, no, no. Of course, there's uh, some assembly required. You know what you guys are? Nothing but a bunch of sleazy con men in red suits. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sinbad. I work for the post office and I'm unstable. Tell him. This man is totally insane. Thank you. Christmas comes but once a year. No! Jingle all the way. You picked the wrong day. Uh, the movie starts out with the TV episode of Turbo Man and Booster playing as the intro credits start playing over the TV episode. Then we cut to the living room and we see Jamie watching the TV episode and he needs to get ready for his karate class. And his dad's still not home and he's hoping his dad's going to be home because his dad misses so much things because he's always working so much and he's going to get his purple belt. Then we see uh, Arnold. Howard, I should say, at the office on the phone, still working. His secretary is holding up these big giant like key cards saying like, you're going to be late if you don't hurry up. You have to leave now if you want to be on time. She's probably trying to make her leave or him leave work like three hours earlier just because of how long it takes him to actually get it out of the work. Then Liz's wife calls uh, asking where he is and he tells her that he's going to meet her at the karate school or the school in general because I think karate class is held at the general school. And um, as he's talking to all the other people on the phone, he's like, oh, you're my, you're my number one customer. And he actually says that to his wife as he's hanging up. He's like, oh, I just fucked up. 
Oh, yeah. I'm in the doghouse for sure. Then we see him stuck in traffic, and we cut to Jamie and Liz at the karate class, and she's sitting beside their neighbor, Ted, who's played by Phil Hartman. And we see all the single moms really love Ted for some reason. He doesn't seem like he's like the hot single dad character, but apparently that's the character he's giving off. Uh, Howard gets smart, the smart idea of speeding down the shoulder of the road to get by all the traffic, and then he drives by a motorcycle cop, and of course he gets pulled over. He tries to tell the officer how sorry he is because he's late for his son's karate class and the cop care less about him being late for the class so he asks Arnold or Howard I should say to step out of the vehicle and makes him do all the roadside tests and like walk in the straight line with I think a finger on the nose or something like that and then he wants him to do the alphabet but he wants him to do it backwards and Arnold's just like you're fucking kidding me right then we cut and see Jamie winning his purple belt and looking back at the back door to see if his dad's staying there but of course there's no one there to see him win his purple belt Howard shows up and runs into the school and we see him running down the hallway and it, you can tell no one's there because the lights are starting to get turned off and all we see in the gym is just the janitor sweeping up all the garbage that was left over we see howard finally making it home and we find out ted is on his roof putting up some extra christmas lights that he had he's like oh neighbor i saw you didn't have any of your christmas lights up so i figured i'd use my extras to put it on top of your house even though he has enough extras to do his entire house which is a lot of goddamn christmas lights because he's got a really nice big house everyone in that area has a really nice house but that's besides the point and we can tell from this point of view this interaction that howard isn't a really big fan of his neighbor ted which is understandable uh he makes it inside the home and Liz goes on how late he is so then howard talks and you know he's like you know i was trying to get there got stuck in traffic then i got a speeding ticket and i got pulled over and this and that he's like well you don't have to say sorry to me you gotta say sorry to your son and we see jamie's watching turbo man and there's a turbo man toy commercial on and jamie gets pissed off at howard and goes up to his room and slams the door right in arnold's face i'm going to be switching between a howard and arnold just because i for some reason i like calling the actor by the actor's real name instead of the character name so we'll try and just call him howard but it's gonna slip up every now and then oh so this kid's room's really freaking cool because he's got like a marvel's bed set but he's also got a giant captain america mural painted behind his bed that takes up like a wall and a half which i think is really cool i'm not a big captain america fan i would rather you know be wolverine deadpool i don't think deadpool might have been a thing by this time i don't know the the first issue of deadpool when he was created uh but you know for me as a kid you know or even like the gargoyles disney cartoon that'd be cool you know captain america's not my go-to but you know he's better than superman anyways arnold sees the purple belt hanging up on the door frame or like a coat hanger and he takes it off he's like wearing it different ways and doing karate moves trying to cheer his son up but nothing's actually working then Arnold sits down and tries to talk to him uh ask him what he can do to help him what he can do to cheer him up what's that one toy you know that he really wants and at this point jamie's also saying how you know he's he's sad because his dad's not around for the family moments he, he's always missing these big moments and howard's like well I, I saw you catch win this belt and he's like well you missed the other one before it like, yeah yeah you're right but then that's when howard asked what's something important he wants for christmas and jamie said i got covered i've already wrote santa i've been a good boy all year santa's gonna have me covered and howard's like well sometimes santa asks the parents for help and whatnot and uh you know jamie goes on about how he wants turbo man the toy that has five different sayings and whatnot and it's got like the, all this action moves that i can do jamie mentions anyone who doesn't get the toy is going to be a real loser this christmas then we see arnold and liz going over the, mo the moment that they just had i was all excited because they i guess they were coloring they were laughing they were having a good time they did all this off 
camera we don't see those scenes at all and then that's when Liz is like oh yeah I forgot you got the Turbo Man that I asked you to get two weeks ago right and she's like Turbo Man you know the toy that he wants oh yeah yeah the toy with the five sayings and the action and this and that and Howard tries to play off like he's already got the toy but he clearly does not have the toy and they get in bed together and Liz is like well I'm glad you got the toy because it's going to be next to impossible to get that toy this close to Christmas because it's sold out everywhere you just see how his face light up he's like oh i'm in trouble i don't know what i'm going to do the next morning it's christmas eve and howard claims he has to go to the office to grab the toy because he forgot it there and jamie mentions about the parade that's happening in that night and how they always go even though howard has missed the last two years but howard promises to be there he's like well you know i was busy that time and this time but yeah you know, i'll be there this time don't worry you can trust your dad then we see howard leaving the house going to his suv and a reindeer is running towards him and ted is on the end of the leash trying to hold the reindeer back apparently ted got this reindeer for his son for a christmas present and howard's like well what are you gonna do after christmas he's like well you know i see this nice group of deers hanging off by the river and i'm just gonna release a reindeer and they'll be all one together you know you know animals together and uh howard tries to be nice to pet the reindeer and the reindeer goes to blame him and uh, ted's like wow must be something he doesn't like about your me your cologne your personality your muscles i don't know something then uh ted mentions how he got his son turbo man months ago mentions it's supposed to get icy out so he might want to wrap some chains around his back tires and then howard mumbles yeah we'll wrap some chains around you and ted's like what what's that i didn't hear you what's that neighbor neighbor did you say something as he's driving away then we cut to howard outside of a toy store that's not open yet and there's a giant crowd of people waiting to rush in because apparently everyone wastes their christmas eve to do their shopping I'm glad I'm not the only one. Uh, but it's never this bad, really. Movies make it sound so much worse, or look so much worse. I'm sure it's probably a lot worse in the uh, bigger cities, but in this little place, not so much. It's at this point that Howard meets Myron, played by Sinbad. Um, he's a U.S. Postal Service worker, and he's complaining about, the, you know, this is his busiest time of the year. You know, everyone's sending out last-minute gifts, and they want them all to re- reach, be reached on time, and this and that. And then he's complaining about how, how stupid the toy is that his son wants, even though it's the same toy that Howard's son wants. Then he goes on a rant about how the rich are running everything and how he's paying alimony to a woman who slept with everyone in the post office but him. I don't know how that works out, but it is what it is. And then the store opens and everyone runs in. They make it to the Turbo Man display and the entire display has a sold out sign on it and there's nothing around other than booster toys. Uh, Howard asks an employee if they have any in the back and then the employee just literally starts laughing at him. Doesn't say a single word, just starts laughing at him. And he gets another employee and they laugh at him together and then everyone else in the store hears what they're there for and then they all start laughing as well then howard gets annoyed and picks up the two employees uh, and then the workers mentioned that the last one sold to an old lady in a fur coat and then myron i think pushes uh, howard and then the race is on to find the lady with the last turbo man toy uh, then howard at some point i don't know in this toy store i guess you can just play with the toys because there's a kid playing with an rc car and howard takes the rc car and then makes myron trip and fall on his back and then howard run, runs by him just laughing about it then we cut to howard running down the road at the lady who's in the car and he's you know screaming that he needs that turbo man doll and that she just speeds away then we cut and see a montage of him trying to find the turbo man but all the stores are sold out uh we also see him destroy a turbo man display because he's getting all pissed off because of the life-size display and he literally punches it and then it falls back 
back, but it zooms back up and hits him in the back of the head. So then he starts breaking the cardboard and everything on it. And then we cut to Liz, Liz's home as she's baking as uh, Jamie and Ted's son, I don't know Ted's son's name, are fighting in the living room about who gets to play Turbo Man. And then Ted walks in and tells Liz, you know, you look really tired. You know, you're working really hard. It's Christmas Eve and you're still baking. Why don't you go upstairs? Go get naked. I won't peek on you that much. Go get in the shower. You know, just have some you time. And I'll watch the kids and I'll finish your baking for you. And so she decides to finally go upstairs to go relax and take a shower, I think. And then she goes to pick up a cookie and it's too hot. So he gets all pissed off. And the kids are fighting behind him. And he, for the first time and the only time in the movie, see him raise his voice and tell him pretty much shut up. Then Howard calls from a payphone and Ted answers it. And he's moaning about how good Liz's cookies are. And then Arnold screams on the phone put the cookie down and then ted hangs up because he's like oh the next batch of cookies are done i'll let i'll pass off your message not really but you know whatever then howard runs into myron and he says he's sorry about whack him in the toy store you know i got stuck in the the thrill of the toy hunt and everything the experience uh to find the toy and you know that he mentions you know why don't me and you work as as a team together i'm not sure how that's going to work out though because they're going to only find probably one toy but they want to work out as a team maybe you know one kid takes half of it. I don't get it. But Harry's like, you know what? I, I want to just do this on my own. This is my journey as a father to find this toy that my son really wants. And of course, Myron gets offended. He's like, that's a racist thing, isn't it? Because I'm black, isn't it? No, I just want to do it on my own. Stop being a bastard. And then someone on the sidewalk is running down saying they, they heard about this last shipment coming in of Turbo Man toys. And then the, the race is on to their vehicles. And Harry gets to his vehicle. And so does Myron. But Myron's Jeep won't start. And then Harry backs up his... SUV but actually runs over the police motorcycle that's parked behind him and of course he goes to p- try and pick up the, the motorcycle and the mirror falls off and the officer comes out and he's like you just broke my little mirror and it's the same officer that pulled him over at the beginning of the movie then we cut to see Howard in the mall showing up to a toy store and there's a large group of people wanting the Turbo Man doll as well uh, he, Howard calls it a doll it's an action figure but whatever um so he, clearly him and Myron aren't the only people after this Turbo Man figure. Um, but yeah, this whole lineup or group of people has to line up because the toy store is going to get balls. If you have the lucky ball, you're going to get the toy. And they've also said that um, only a lucky few are going to get it. And they've also doubled the cost of the toy, I believe, because of the demand of it. And this the guy running the toy store sounds like a real asshole anyways. And then all the balls go flying because everyone's trying to get a ball. And I think um, at one point, Howard gets the right ball because at one point we see a lady on his back and there's also another lady biting his hand and he drops a couple balls and then Myron comes over and maces him in the face and takes the, the lucky ball and he goes to run away and then Howard yells that he's got two balls so a, a group of people jump on him tackle him to the ground we see the ball bouncing through the mall and this bouncy ball can bounce a lot because it bounces down like the escalator bounces through a couple stores uh, then it bounces off of this ledge into a kid's stroller that's going into this play area and she knows Howard wants the ball because they keep making eye contact with each other and she goes up the wooden steps and into this like slide area and she's laughing at him with him essentially she takes a slide down to this ball pit and Howard's trying to follow her after but he's in a kids play area so he smashes his head on like the wooden structure and he gets into the ball pit and he's like hey how about we switch balls I got a shiny big red one and then the, the little kid puts the ball in her mouth so he tries to grab it and then all the moms start beating him up with their purses because they think he's a creep and stuff and he's like I'm not a creep I'm just trying to find 
a Turbo Man doll as he's walking away. And then we see this uh, display for Santa for kids to go sit on his lap. And it, it's Jim Belushi's character as Santa. He's like, hey, you know, come over here. You want Turbo Man? I'll get you Turbo Man. You got to keep it hush-hush, though. We don't do business in the mall. We do business elsewhere. What the? You want the goods? I got the goods. Show him the goods, elf. He's got this little elf that shows him a Polaroid of him holding the the action figure we then cut to see howard driving down to this like factory area where there's you know big gates and there's like a, a guard with a german shepherd who has reindeer antlers on because he's like a, a a reindeer guard and they they pull up to the side of the building and there's a big one door and they got to do a special knock to get inside where they're greeted by another fellow santa and the pa the passers like jingle bells batman smells something along those lines uh they make it inside the building and it's filled with uh, people dressed up as elves and other Santas and a bunch of various toys all around the area. Then Howard says, there's something not so kosher about this place. And he's like, you're just in a ball pit trying to steal a ball from a little kid. How about you shut up? And then Belushi goes on. He's like, well, you know, we're doing this for the kids. It breaks my heart to see a kid wake up on Christmas morning and they're expecting toys and all they get is clothes and other stuff like that. So this is why I'm running this place for all these bootleg broken toys to help out these sad, sad kids. Then we find out Belushi wants $300 for the toy. And Howard goes on about, you know, how he's like screwing things over for everyone because he's like, yeah, I thought you were doing this for kids. And he's like, well, you know, if we make some loose chains on the side from the toys, you know, it's win-win for all of us and then uh howard opens the the toy up because it's already wrapped in a christmas gift paper wrapping gift paper christmas gift paper wow i speak english so well how am i doing a podcast um but anyways he opens it up and believes like, yeah, i don't open that up in here how about you take it home and just give it to him on christmas and he presses it and it's actually speaking spanish and he takes it out of the box and the arm and the head just falls off he's like so some assembly required on that one actually to be honest with you and howard's like well i want my money back and blue's like mm, all sales final sorry dude can't help you out on that one and then uh howard goes on about how they're a bunch of con artists and then all the other santas hear about it and they all get upset and then there's uh, a fight between the two because um at one point howard's like you know i'm not going to punch a santa i'm not going to do it so he takes the santa beard pulls it all the way back to the elastic as tight as possible lets it go hits Belushi in the face and he rolls back and hits a beam and then there's like this ninja santa that comes out of nowhere so howard fights him off and then he's got a giant candy cane in his hand as a weapon and then the wwe wrestler big show i think at the time he might have been with wcw i could be wrong uh he shows up as a santa santa with muscles not the hell hogan one though sadly um and then they fight at some point in time there's a midget santa that gets on howard's shoulders and he's like pulling on his ears or pulling on his hair i can't remember but anyways uh big show goes to punch uh howard and he ducks and he hits the midget and the midget goes flying through the store or the factory that they're in and he's like oh sorry little buddy and then of course the cops all break in and the elves yells it's the grinches as they're getting busted and then howard being on the ground because he's tired or you know he's getting his butt kicked by the big show it's uh, it's fair I, he grabs one of the fake police badges that they have in the toy bin and he just shows it to an agent quickly because the agent's like hey what are you you doing here he's like i've been on this case for three years as an undercover agent and this is the sloppiest operation i've ever seen in my life go arrest someone go do your job and then he escapes out of the the warehouse and they don't look at him he wiser he's like yeah pull him in the police van handcuff him beat him up a couple times it's fine then howard uh is on the drive again and he's he somehow runs out of gas on the highway so then he pushes his suv up to this old diner to rest uh then we see the neighbors all hanging out because ted and his reindeer are outside and ted's son's like yeah i named the reindeer ted because he's my dad i don't know i forget the reasoning or cool like my dad something along those stupid lines and then jamie mentions how he wishes his dad did such cool things with him as well and that's when ted's son's like yeah my dad used to never be this cool then him my mom got divorced your parents should get a divorce too and that upsets jamie so jamie goes back home and 
when Jamie goes inside, the phone's actually ringing. Uh, and it's Howard on the other line, and he's asking to talk to his mom. But he's like, sorry, Dad. She's next door petting Ted. And he's like, what? Because he, he doesn't know at this point in time that the reindeer's name is Ted. And then Jamie keeps talking, and Howard actually loses his cool because he just wants to talk to his mo- mother. And then he gets mad, and then Jamie gets mad back at him, and then he hangs out the phone on him, and Liz overhears the whole thing. He's like, God damn it, Howard. What do you do now? And then, of course, the only person inside the diner that Howard picked is Myron of all people and they sit down together and both go on about how they can't find the action figure anywhere then Howard goes on about how he made Jamie a clubhouse years ago he remembers how how many good memories they had and how happy he was you know it might have not been the best clubhouse the door might have been crooked the floor might have creaked the you know ceiling might have leaked but he was happy nonetheless and he felt like a hero to his son and then that's when Myron's like, yeah, he's going to need lots of therapy. And Howard's like, no, he's not. He's like, well, yeah, you know, I remember this one time at Christmas. I want this gun, this BB gun. My dad didn't get it for me. Yeah, I hated my dad after that. And then he's like, my neighbor... He got the gun. He's rich now. He's he's a great guy now. And that's when Howard then pictures his son as Myron just drinking at the bar with no life and just feeling depressed about himself. And that's when he's like, you know, I can't let this happen. I got to find this action figure. And then on the radio KQRS, uh, it's the it's like the teacher, I believe, from Sabrina. I forget his name. Uh, he's having a competition. If someone can call and name all eight reindeer, they can win what they think is a Turbo Man figure. Uh, anyways, they they run to the payphone and Howard's the one calling he's like closing the door on Myron's hand he finally gets on the line and then Myron decides to rip the whole phone line out and then Howard pushes him on the diner table and starts beating him up and Myron still has the the phone receiver in his hand at, even though it's ripped out of the phone he's like 911 help me help me and then the cook for the diner is like you know what the radio station is just down down two blocks if you guys want to head down there instead of fighting in my goddamn place I don't get paid enough for this then we see Myron and uh, Howard running towards the, the station. Myron's still got his mailbag on, though, so he's trying to you know, throw out packages to try and help him run faster. And, of course, Howard's in bare shape, so he just takes off. No problem. Takes the elevator out. Uh, he makes it to the radio station and bangs on the glass to answer uh, the radio host. And someone calls in, calling, like, the Rangers, like, Larry, Ed, and this and that. And, anyways, um, it's not the right answers. So Howard breaks the glass door from the station and gets in and starts telling you know, listing off the reindeer's names. And the radio host is so confused because he was trying to call 911 at the same time. And then Myron shows up. He's like, you know what? I'm going to take the, I'm going to take it. And Howard's like, no, I already won. I, I named it right. And he pulls out a pack. He's like, this is the bomb. Just give me the damn doll. This is the bomb. I'll blow us up. Myron says there's hundreds of them that come through the mail each and every day. So he decided to keep one just in case there's a moment when he needs one. Then as Myron's talking and shaking his arms, he throws the package and it goes flying and lands right in front of Howard's face as he drops to the ground scared and he opens up the package and it all it is is just a music box and Myron's like yeah I didn't know that yep my bad then the radio host says he doesn't have a turbo man to give them at all all he has is a gift certificate to give the winner to say they're good at turbo man eventually so it's not going to help either one of them out anyways and then they hear the cops showing up so they're like you call the cops and he's like yeah I was scared for my life and then they go to run away of course Myron does the cheap thing and pushes Howard into the, like the cassette tapes and he runs to the elevator and as soon as he opens the elevator a bunch of cops come out so Howard tries to take the 
the stairs down. And of course, the bicycle, the uh, motorcycle cop is there. He's like, funny seeing you here, huh? You're always getting in trouble, aren't you? Anyways, the bike cop takes uh, Howard back to where the elevators are, where Myron's held by the other cops. And that's when Myron pulls out their package. He's like, I'm crazy. This is bo- a bomb. I will blow us all up. And the cops are like, oh, shit. And he looks over at Howard. He's like, tell him I'm crazy. He's like, yeah, he's crazy. Anyways, they put the bomb down on the ground and they make their escape. And that's when we see the bike cop going over to the the president to check it out. And he's going on. He's like, I was on the bomb squad for multiple years. Don't worry about it. I'll get this all solved. And we see Howard and Myron getting out of the building. Howard's out on the road. And then there's like this skywalk area that Myron's going through. The, The motorcycle cop opens up the the present because he's like you know it's just a trick guys it's not an actual bomb and as he's ripping it open the bomb actually goes off and we hear the explosion and both of the guys stop and are in shock and then Martin's like it's a fucking crazy world we live in and people sending bombs all over the place i just thought it was a goddamn prison or a mis- music box again and then we see howard uh getting gas while well, he's showing up with ga- a gas can back to his suv and we see it's got i think no tires he's got mary xmas spray paint on the window the doors are all gone he's just like oh god damn it we then see howard being dropped off by a choke truck um in his driveway looking up at his main window where we see in the window ted is on a ladder putting the star on top of the tree and that's the last straw for him because that's his tradition he is always the one to put the star on top of the tree and liz is like what are you doing that's howard's tradition why well i noticed your star wasn't up so i figured i put it up for you and that's when he's like no that's not that's not your job and that's when Howard then realizes, oh yeah, Ted told me there's a turbo man under the tree over in his house. So he goes over to Ted's house to steal the toy. Howard, Howard gets into Ted's house and finds a present. And then we hear uh, carolers outside of Ted's house. So Howard tries to sneak out the back door. Once he gets outside, uh, he's looking at the present. And he sees the kid's name on it. He's like, what the hell am I doing? I can't be doing this. I can't be stealing the kid's present from her father from his father you know then he decides to take the present back inside but before he can do that we have ted the reindeer outside just you know staring him down huffing and puffing and then howard turns around to run back inside and ted's chasing him and there's a couple things getting broken there's like a nativity scene and the head comes off and falls in the fireplace and howard gets the reindeer locked into another room that has a sliding door and then of course the fire alarm's going off because the nativity head fell into the fireplace i don't know what kind of guy leaves his house with an open fire on and there's no like garden from it but whatever he's rich whatever howard takes the nativity head out of the fireplace and tries to put the fire out but nothing's working so he then kicks the decoration and it goes through the front window and falls in front of the carolers carolers and they all scream and run away and then ted and look liz look over confused and then liz sees uh howard in the broken window he's like what are you doing the whole time he's still holding the present they go inside ted's house and liz is like what are you doing what's in your hand and ted grabs he's like that's my son's turbo man toy howard tries to explain what's going on but liz doesn't want to hear it from him at all and then she's like you know what ted can you take us to the parade tonight? And they walk away. And then the reindeer breaks through the door that he was locked behind. And Howard literally clocks him. He's like, well, you started it. Then we see Howard and the reindeer outside drinking it up. Then Howard sees a picture of the family that Jamie drew because they're outside, I think, the, the clubhouse that he made. He gets motivated to do the right thing. Then we see the parade in full swing. And Ted and Liz and the kids are showing up. But the kids want to go out and stand with their friends because they don't want to wait for the vehicle to 
vehicle to get parked and for whatever reason Liz stays in the vehicle as well I'm not sure why but anyways the parade looks pretty cool because I saw like a Ninja Turtle uh, person dressed up I saw Sonic I saw Gumby and I also saw one that I thought was really cool aside from the Rock'em Sock'em robots they look pretty cool but someone's also dressed up as the Tick and I thought that was a very cool reference Spoon then we we see uh, Howard stuck in a taxi trying to get to the parade and so then he gets out of the taxi and just starts running down the way and then we cut to Ted giving Liz some eggnog and he's trying to come on to her he wants her to vent her heart out to him he said come on just put your head on my chest it's fine ted ted's here for you lizzie uh let me know all your feelings you know i'm a very eligible battler bachelor and a lot of women want me but i know you want me the most then ted says it's useless for Liz to hide their feelings for one another and she looks on confused and then he goes on about being you know such a catch and a good bachelor and then we see Howard looking at the van he's all pissed off because he sees Ted touching his wife and he gets ready to go run at them and knock him out but he actually runs into that motorcycle officer again knocks him to the ground and the coffee spills all over him he's like god damn it then we see uh Howard oh yeah before that actually Liz actually hits uh Ted in the head with the eggnog thermos and eggnog goes all over his face and his glasses are all messed up he's like oh that didn't work out as planned but yeah then we see how it running through the back of the buildings uh at one point he takes a turn and the, the officer runs in the back of a bus and knocks himself to the ground anyways then he walks into another building and this uh instructor guy thinks that he's there to be the new turbo man and the crew members start grabbing him start taking all his clothes off and putting the suit on him and suiting him up and they won't let him talk at all because they're like yeah we're already late come on let's go keep going then the guy says you know he's really glad that he's filling in for whatever his name was because it was a freak accent but to be on the plus side the doctors are saying he's actually having some brain function so that's all that's a good thing that's really is it's a good thing and then we see uh, curtis armstrong uh booger himself from revenge of the nerds um uh, playing as booster fully outfit he's like about time he showed up i'm sweating my ass off in this stupid pink furry suit and then the next thing we know we see howard in his turbo man outfit coming out on the parade float um booger's like what are you doing wave you idiot then while he's on top of the parade floor he sees jamie in the crowd and we find out he gets to choose one lucky kid from the audience that will receive a turbo man toy and booster hands him the toy and he's holding it like a baby and then raises it in the, the air screaming about it because he's so excited that he's finally has the elusive action figure in his hand and then we see the dementor being choked out with some like garland on top of a building and then booster tells him to pick a kid to give the prize to then jamie and ted's kid are fighting because uh howard is just pointing over that direction they're both standing beside each other and they're like no he's pointing at me no he's pointing at me and then he actually says jamie's name because the microphone picks it up louder and emits it and then we see the new dementor with the suit on as the old one is on top of this roof in his shorts and underwear or shorts and t-shirt or muscle shirt uh gagged and tied up with garland then howard gives jamie the toy and says merry christmas but jamie doesn't know that it's his dad yet she tries to tell him but then of course um dementor jumps on the parade and we find out it's actually myron now in the dementor suit then howard and myron start talking back and forth and then booster steps in he's like this is this isn't what was planned what are you doing and then myron's like nobody likes you and pushes him off the parade float and then a bunch of kids come over and start kicking him saying how much they don't like him then myron grabs jamie and hits Howard and Howard fights back with his turbo disc shooters and gets like Myron right in the right in between the eyes then the I think it was called the demon team comes out and jumps Howard and then Myron goes to grab Jamie and he hits him right in the nut the no-no spots the nuts the gonads whatever you want to call them the ouch that really hurt spot and then Jamie runs off into the crowd instead of running to his mother of all things or a police officer you know whichever one works and then we see Jamie going up a ladder on the side of the building and Myron's following him he's like you know I'm really afraid of heights you know that thing 
of vertical and being really dizzy and stuff. Can we not go up here? Uh, they make it to the top of the building, and then Jamie starts climbing this giant uh, Christmas tree decoration display. Um, and then Harrett pulls out the jetpack and flies around the sky, but he can't control it worth shit because he's going all over the place. And then we see him flying around the city, and he flies towards Jamie, but he can't grab him because he's too far away. And then he flies into this banner that's across the, the streetlights. He gets stuck in it, and he starts zooming around the pole, and then he breaks free, and he literally breaks through the glass of a family in their apartment getting ready to sit down to eat as they're getting ready to pray. He goes through that, literally goes headfirst into another building, and he's just sitting there stuck. And then he turns off the booster and falls literally all the way down to the ground on his back. Then the tree decoration that Jamie and Myron are on is starting to, you know, lose the the tie straps that are holding it up. So it starts to fall over, and then we see Jamie holding on, and he's telling Turbo Man to use his uh, turbo ring, I believe it was. It's like a boomerang. It misses Myron, he's laughing about it, and then it comes back and hits Myron in the back, uh, I think back of the hand. At this point in time, he already has the Turbo Man toy in his hand, so he falls to the ground into this... Uh, parade float that's like full of Christmas presents and then all the cops come over and start pointing their guns at him and then um Howard uses the booster flying jetpack thing and flies over to save his son as Liz watches on scared because he's like he's not this isn't planned I don't know what's going on and then Howard drops in front of Liz and hands Jamie over to his mom and Jamie goes on about how excited he was and then Jamie looks down sad wishing his dad was there to see and Jamie says it's his fault his dad's not around because you know his dad called and you know they got into a conversation and Jamie got mad at him and hung up on him and then Turbo Man says his dad loves him and Jamie looks on confused and he takes the helmet off and Liz looks on shocked. he's like Howard how Howard, howie. Then uh, Ted shows up asking his son what's going on. And he's like, Jamie's dad is Turbo Man. And then Ted looks on shot as he's still covered in eggnog and grabs his son by like the collar. He's like, we got to get out here. I'm going to get my ass kicked. Then the cops show up to give Jamie back the Turbo Man toy that Myron stole. And the officer's looking at the back of Howard. He's like, you're, you're a brave man. We would be lucky to have someone like you on the force. And he turns around and he notices it's the same guy that's been causing him so much trouble for the whole day. He's like, you know what? I appreciate that. I'm really sorry about, you know, the bike and the coffee you running into the bus oh i'm also sorry about the bomb the bomb going off yeah i didn't know that was going to happen i'm sorry about that and then uh, jamie goes over to myron because myron's as he's being dragged away by the officers is complaining but you know what's my son gonna do for christmas he's not gonna have his turbo man figure and he's gonna hate me what else am i supposed to do and jamie being the nice kid that he is he gives myron the toy he's like you know here take this for your son and howard's like wait what are you doing jamie that's the action figure that you want the whole time he's like what well, i need a toy for when i got the real one at home and then everyone starts cheering i think they put howard up on their shoulders and they start prancing through the parade and the movie ends and uh yeah that's the end of jingle all the way we won't be reviewing the second one because it's larry the cable guy and i've only seen it once and i don't think i plan on watching it again but that's that's just what that is uh it's a fun movie uh i personally enjoy it a lot just because i watched it when i was a kid and i'm a big arnold schwarzenegger fan so the two things mixed together it's got a very nostalgic vibe for me uh, and on the rotten scale for a family christmas movie for me it's a seven out of ten uh, i just think it's a fun watch and you know my family enjoys it they always have so uh i'm excited for my daughter to watch it each and every year and uh that's my score for that which brings us to our task of finding what we're going to watch next week so after a short amount of uh thinking we're we have the movie we're going to watch uh for the next podcast episode um it's a 2002 movie for an hour and 16 minutes it's actually a comedy in animation movie animated movie i don't know i said animation it's all the same thing 
uh, you know, I can't, I can't talk. I never can. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna watch Eight Crazy Nights because I, I don't think I watched it last year. I think we might actually forgot about it or skipped it. And I think it's due for an episode, and I think it would be a fun one for the podcast. And it's bringing an animation style to the podcast. I think this is gonna be my first cartoon movie. Um, we might have did it on the Nostalgic Dads podcast when that was a thing. I don't think we did though. I think we skipped it as well for that because we only ran that podcast for i think a year and a half maybe two years um but yeah we're gonna watch eight crazy nights uh from 2002 it's a fun adam sandler cartoon i personally think it's fun uh, and hopefully you guys will too um not sure where to watch that yet because i got it on dvd so i'm not sure where you guys can stream it but i'm sure a quick google search and you'll be able to figure that out but as always i appreciate you guys all for being here and listening to me try and speak english and sp- try and talk properly uh that's a hard task for me to do uh, especially being it's midnight right now. Uh, I'm getting tired. I am feeling it. But yeah, I appreciate everything you guys do. I appreciate all the shares, the comments, and the reviews. If you guys can, if you guys are on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, uh, feel free to leave a review or a star rating. Um, I appreciate everything. Just give whatever review you, th- you feel is necessary or let me know your favorite uh, episode so far in the, the YouTube comments down below because this will be going up on YouTube as well. Each episode goes on YouTube a little bit later than the actual release date. Um, so we get a little bit of views there too. It doesn't count to my yearly views or anything, but it's a fun thing to do. Uh, make sure to follow me on all social medias. At Typhoon Sun is the main thing to do because uh, you can check out all my artwork. And that's on uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube now if you do at Typhoon Sun, Facebook. I'm pretty much all over the place. And uh, yeah, I'm posting... Oh, for the most part, daily artwork, if not weekly artwork. Um, but yeah, leave comments down below what kind of artwork you would like to see. And maybe I'll try and fit some other extra stuff in. And we'll go from there. But until next time, I will talk to you guys all later. Make sure to check out the outro band, which is Blood Opera, a Toronto-based horror band. And uh, thank you again for all the support you've been doing for them as well. I appreciate that. And I will talk to you guys all later. Peace! I am a whisper.